0: You're listening to Gypsy and a Gentleman. We are your hosts, Rick and Gypsy, and this is an adult entertainment podcast about our sex life. Oh, and spoiler alert, we just started swinging. So this is for anyone looking to get a voyeuristic look into a non-monogamous marriage.
1: Have you ever wondered how not to look or feel like an idiot at a nude resort? Proper etiquette while bearing witness to a brutal poolside finger banging? Or how to balance some of the anxieties that come with the lifestyle hotel takeover? We discuss all of that and more today on Gypsy and a Gentleman. What's up, Gypsy?
0: How you doing today?
1: I'm better. I got to see you work out in the gym.
0: Oh, yeah, I did do that.
1: You were getting all sweaty and sexy in there.
0: I was lifting heavy stuff, putting it down.
1: Yeah, not my balls, though.
0: <laughs> no. A ball, a ball. That's right, slam <laughs> ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so last time, last episode, we talked about the newbie awkwardness and online dating and our first date and the first flake. And so this time I thought it would be fun to talk about how awkward we are at the social slash flirting game at our first hotel takeover.
1: Yeah, and all the shenanigans.
0: And all the shenanigans. There were a lot of firsts with that hotel takeover.
1: Yeah, there were. And we made we made uh, some some of those first priorities. They were on like... Our Swinger Newbie Bucket List.
0: Oh, yeah. And we, we got to check those off. We did. it will be fun to talk about that. We today. might as well just
1: had a, a check stamp. We're just like, thunk, 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 <laughs> thunk. Dun, 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 dun.
0: That's kind of what it sounded like, too, right? Dun, dun. Yep. That it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we booked the trip, what were your thoughts going into that?
1: After we first booked it? Yeah. Or, okay, so pure ecstatic excitement yeah because i didn't at the up to that point it was just all talk we want to do this thing but we're living on mars where it's hard to do anything with anybody else Mm
0: -hmm. right so booking the trip was now rubber meets the road and now we're doing a lifestyle thing
1: oh yeah it was like
0: oh (laughs) okay fast forward to a couple months later and we're like a month out now how do you feel about going to your very first hotel takeover
1: uh, shriveled weenie, don't want to get <laughs> naked in front of people, not sure if I should come up with an excuse not for us to go.
0: Wow, really? I didn't realize it was that bad. I didn't realize the anxiety was that big for you.
1: Yeah, we're going to Mexico with strangers in a lifestyle we've never lived in before, doing things we've never done before. Yeah, yeah, I, I was... I was definitely anxious about it.
0: Well, and it was actually our very first vacation because of your job that takes us to places like Mars. We had never taken a vacation. We never even had a a true honeymoon. So, this was our first vacation, our first, you know, going back and doing our honeymoon and our first big lifestyle event.
1: Mm -hmm. And on top of that, we were on Mars where we were on lockdown. True. So, like, you know, the pandemic was burning through the world and we were on lockdown we hadn't been out
0: we hadn't seen other human beings other than us in Mm. months yeah a year yeah Yeah. it's a long time for Mm -hmm. not so much socialization so again all the things like Uh, let's just do it all at once boom and pack it in
1: yeah but what about so i like i'm talking about my insecurities or whatever but what about you did you have like, what, how did you feel about that?
0: It depended on the day. <laughs> Some days I was like, this is going to be so exciting. And then other days I was like, oh my God, what are we getting ourselves into? I, I don't even like to go to a new post office without recon first. <laughs> so it was more just my regular average everyday anxiety. Not so much. I wasn't worried about shriveled weenies or anything. So I, Cause I you that, don't have a shriveled. Oh weenie. yeah. I don't have a shriveled weenie. So yeah, I guess I wouldn't worry me. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you're feeling anxiety. I'm feeling anxiety about it.
0: I'm so glad that you never said, should we maybe just not go? What made you not suggest that we not go?
1: Strange vagina. (laughs) (laughs) You know how I love it. I love the foreign vagina.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So the, the, the reward was greater than the risk for you. Yes. A potential reward, I guess.
1: Potential reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Did you just feel like even if it was a flop for lifestyle type things, I mean, I, I don't know what the expectation was because it's a thing that we also know that there are people who aren't in the lifestyle. They just like to be around that sexy environment who are there. So even if we never had sex with another couple, for me, I was really excited because I know what hotel beds do to our libidos. And yeah. so... <laughs> So I was really excited for that hotel sex and just for us.
1: Yeah. We have really good, we have really good sex in general. We do. But put us on a hotel bed.
0: Oh, and we're breaking that headboard.
1: We are breaking headboards. Oh my (laughs) God. We are notorious for that. Yeah. Red Roof Inn, Holiday Inn Express, uh, La Quinta. We we can.
0: If it's got a headboard, we broke it. (laughs) Yup. So one of the things that I know that you and I both were very anxious about was that sort of expectation that you're going to be getting naked in front of a crowd of people. How did you process that and kind of get over that?
1: I didn't. We tried. What about you?
0: I did i love getting naked in front of a crowd and the the way we we sort of tested out the waters where we live now there's a couple of different lifestyle resort type places that we can go and get naked in front of a crowd so we got to practice
1: we did we, we practiced
0: as it was we were supposed to go the the same weekend that we had our very first impromptu date Uh, with the hot couple from the last podcast episode and so then we used that as an excuse to put it off and not go until the next weekend
1: that's right yeah (laughs) i remember that Mm -hmm.
0: and you were like whoo yes
1: yep dodged a bullet there
0: (laughs) so if at any point while we're driving there would do you think you would and if i had said maybe we shouldn't do this would you have like just whipped a Yui on the highway and gone back home
1: probably. <laughs>
0: oh my god, I just didn't realize how big of a like thing it was. <laughs> I would have been
1: like, "You know what? I'm going to support your decision not to go, honey. Let's <laughs> let's just turn around."
0: Oh my gosh, you would have put it all on me. So we're in the car and I know that you're really nervous. I, you know, you're driving, but I can see like your whole body vibrating basically cuz you're just so stinking nervous.
1: I think that was the the road vibration from us doing 80 on the highway.
0: Maybe. Sure, sure. You need to get your shocks checked, sir. Okay. <laughs> So, I was like, well, let's just make this a competition. Let's see who can get naked first. And I thought that would help you because you're very competitive cuz usually if you, if I, if somebody says to you, "Rick, I bet you won't whatever it is." You will go and do it.
1: Pretty much, like 9 <laughs> probably like 96% of the time. 60% of the time it works every time.
0: So we get there and we pay the monies and we go in and to the entrance of the of the pool and like the courtyard area, there's like a bouncer there. And what did you do? You remember what you asked the guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you remember?
1: Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: this is great.
1: I asked him where the lockers were.
0: That's not what you asked, though. What did I say? You specifically asked him. Where do we go change?
1: Oh yeah. Well okay, sorry. In my mind, I'm looking <laughs> for lockers to put our shit in. Yeah. No. Okay, so I say, "Where do we go change?"
0: Right. And uh, if you had asked where the lockers were, that would have been that would have been that would have made more sense <laughs> to the guy cuz he just laughed and he's like, "You you do know that this is a nudist club, right?" <laughs> you just change outside and so that already sets the tone because again you you were just asking like for lockers to put our crap not necessarily where to change but it came out you know where do you change like, yeah. a, like a gym or something you know mm-hmm. so you're now you're like oh god I'm an idiot
1: I'm an idiot <laughs>
0: And so we're wandering around. There's a ton of people. I didn't expect there to be as many people as there were that day, but there were, it was a huge crowd of people.
1: It was full. Yeah.
0: And so, and we got there fashionably late because we didn't want to be the first ones getting naked in the pool. And so poor Rick, you were running around trying to find chairs. They didn't have chairs.
1: All the the chairs were taken, everybody's in the pool. Um, So I had to go find chairs. And, find a spot to just plop them down somewhere so that all already made me feel awkward one i already made myself look like an idiot asking where i change at a (laughs) nude party (laughs) and then two i feel like everybody's naked watching me run around in my swimsuit trying to find chairs and then, so now all eyes are on me and now it's time to get naked.
0: I just stood there. I could have, I could have won the competition if I had just gotten naked right then and there while you were going, I was standing in a spot. I had like claimed a spot Yep. and I, I could have just gotten naked then, but I didn't. I waited for you to come back to get, the, cause I wanted to make it fair or that's what I told myself. <laughs> and then you put the chairs down and you immediately dropped trow. Yep. I was so proud of you. Good. How did you feel right away, like right after you dropped trowel and now your shriveled penis is being exposed to the world? Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Awkward. I mean, because... Did you I, feel like
0: it was a walk of shame from the place where of, our chairs were to the pool? But
1: also because I already felt like people were watching me because I was trying to find chairs in a, a place to put down because it was really full. I mean, I was having to shuffle between people's lounge chairs that they had already set up real estate at you know and i had to go around a tree in the back to find chairs and so like i already felt like people were watching me like what is this guy doing you know whatever and then i've got to yank off my my pants for the first time in front of strangers and then walk the 30 40 feet over to the pool so like which also took me by the bar and took me by other people and the cabanas so yeah i felt awkward
0: what about when you got in the water?
1: The water was different because now my, my, my junk is hidden from the world. <laughs> so but you were also, clothed
0: by H2O and yeah. that made you feel better.
1: Well, also because my genitals are now floating in cool water and it felt really nice.
0: I would imagine that would feel really good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I like the sensation of the water like that. So in the water was okay.
1: Yeah. In the water was fine. I was absolutely comfortable in the water.
0: I still feel, felt like I didn't know what to do with my hands. Like I needed a drink to hold and I didn't know where to look. Like that was my biggest thing. People, I realized right away that every shape and body size and age, were, you know, were out there, every amount of covered up. There was a really nice couple who even complimented us and said, oh, you this is right. We heard that in the lobby that this was your first time here and you're naked. Congratulations. Like you guys are brave. And they were in their swimsuits. And then there was this couple who was over on the other side of the pool, and they were up out of the pool, and they had like the chairs right there by the pool, and and this woman was totally getting finger banged right there, and I was like, "Holy cow!"
1: Yeah, it was like it was um a very aggressive finger banging. Yeah, like when you say finger banging, you you I you mean think bang? Though. I mean, it was you could probably hear the slapping in the parking lot. <laughs> I mean, just bam, she was getting ram- like it, it was a battering ram. Yeah, it, it was a seriously brutal finger bang. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: like, I'm just glad that I had sunglasses on. And then there were times where you were like holding me at, so I could just kind of float there. And I would watch in your reflection of your glasses. So it looks like I'm looking at you, but I'm actually people watching through your glasses. To nice. see to see all that stuff. That's that's when a couple of minutes after that, um, a really beautiful couple came and sat next to us uh, on the edge of the pool.
1: The forearm dick.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had a giant schlong and you could just you see the out then they were they were in their swimsuits too. Yep. But you could see the outline of this guy's just I mean, you're right. It was like a forearm was he just had like, a
1: big Johnson. My Johnson is twelve inches long.
0: Was, <laughs> that's intimidating. We went, you know, we went really for the sole experience of getting naked in front of other people. Just, I'm gonna get naked in front of a crowd.
1: That, that was our only goal.
0: And I'm really glad that we did it that way because it, I think it, it was already very overwhelming for our brand new brains to see, you know, the the intense finger bang the. Giant schlong cock guy next to us that just the boobs everywhere, you, you know, the the dancers and 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 all of that. Like we'd never been in that kind of an environment like that before. Okay, so the
1: scariest environment imaginable.
0: And yeah. so it was kind of overwhelming. I honestly I think the most awkward that I felt throughout the whole thing was when I had to put my swimsuit back on to go to the bathroom. That I think I felt more weird and naked at that point than I did the whole rest of the trip, which I think means that I feel good, natural, naked. (laughs) And then the putting on the clothes afterwards was like, well, that's weird. And not that they were much clothes. It's bikini addiction bottoms. So there's not leaving much to the imagination anyways, which is awesome. Um, so it, it is a lifestyle resort. So then we went and checked out the playroom.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Oh, that was really fun. It sure was. I really enjoyed that. That's where the lockers were. That's
1: where the lockers are at.
0: <laughs> now we know. But we went in and we found a bed and we decided to play in there because it's just a sexy environment. So we decided, let's do this. Yeah,
1: And there were two couples in there. There
0: were. Yeah. yeah. And so we t- we chose you know what's the etiquette of that too it's an empty place do you go to the bed right next to the people that are already fucking or do you skip a bed or like what what's the protocol we have no yeah. idea <laughs> so i don't remember I, I think we were on the very end
1: yeah but we were only one bed away from the next couple over
0: so uh, recently and then there was a
1: couch and then there was another couple
0: So, and then the couple that was like two beds over from us, they left.
1: That was the big schlong guy.
0: No, they were initially on the couch on the other side.
1: Yeah, the the two bed, oh, two person over. Yeah. Yeah, sorry.
0: So the big schlong guy turns out was with his partner over on the couch and then they left. Yeah. Part of my brain is going, when I'm, you know, looking at that, I'm like, how do you bring this conversation up? Like, if you did want to go play with somebody and you were interested, what exactly would you say to entice somebody? Now I have kind of an idea because we've experienced like some things.
1: You're meaning inside the room?
0: Or or when we saw them out at the at the side oh, of the pool. gotcha. Like, okay. they sat next to us. Like, it, that could have been a coincidence, but maybe it wasn't. And maybe they're just as shy and reserved as we are or, you know, whatever. And so, like, what if we had said, what if we had turned to them and said, like, have you guys checked out the playroom? You know, just like in a conversation thing and then say, we're thinking about going in there later. You know, if you want to join us, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. But at that point there was no, there, there was no way I would have been able to say that to them. I don't know if I for sure would be able to say that now, like that's very assertive and go get her girl. Um.
1: (laughs) But I think that couples are probably more open. If it was the female providing the invite to the couple,
0: Oh, I have so much personal growth.
1: You get to it, girl. To go through. <laughs> get get to get to growing.
0: Oh, I'm the playmaker?
1: Without you there is no show. You're the playmaker here. You're the playmaker.
0: Oh god, we're so screwed. And I don't mean that in the like the we're going to get screwed. I mean in the
1: If you could put in 75% of the plays.
0: Okay. I'll and I'll see. do
1: and I'll and I'll be responsible for 25% of our failure. <laughs>
0: no pressure gypsy no
1: pressure oh
0: man all right but at that point like i said we we just went for the getting naked and then the cherry on top was to go have sex and with each other in the playroom
1: and that's what we did and
0: we did and it was fun and knowing that there were people who you know were side-eyeing and stuff and then
1: can i point out a little bit about that time
0: yeah i want you to
1: good because you mentioned that big long guy and his extremely sexy girlfriend Mm mm-hmm I well, don't know
0: um, it's a girlfriend. Well,
1: whatever. Girlfriend, fiance, just fuck, buddy. I don't know. They left. They did. Right? And they're Sad. like, and they're like, okay, you know, we just kept doing what we're doing. We did. And then at some point, they had come back in and they were like two beds over to our left.
0: That was the same couple?
1: That was the same couple. Holy they, shit. They had come back in.
0: Right. I knew they came back in.
1: And then they moved again. So then the couple that was closest to us, they finished up their business and they left. Mm -hmm. And then before I knew it, big schlong guy and his girlfriend were literally right behind us when I was doing you doggy style.
0: What?
1: That's when I turned you to give them a nice, beautiful view of what was going on from (laughs) behind. It was the same couple. They came back in and then they moved again to be closer to... I don't know, to see... Maybe they were working the nerve up to see if we wanted to play or maybe it was just a they wanted to get an eyeful of why they're doing their thing.
0: What a team player you were to like turn and notice that. I thought they were all different couples. Same couple. Oh, my God.
1: In three different places.
0: See, if I had just been a playmaker. I didn't know it was all the same people. Yeah,
1: yeah. Forearm dick over and over and over
0: again. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I feel like... I I don't know for sure, but I feel like that's another one of our missed opportunities. Maybe,
1: but we weren't there for other couples. True. We were there for us. That was like the the primary goal. And
0: it's still exciting and we'd never we'd never had sex in front of people mm-hmm. we'd never met or anything like that before. And so I realized I really like when people are watching us having sex.
1: I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all.
0: It's interesting that you don't like to be naked out in public in the sun, but being naked in a playroom and having sex with me and you're good.
1: I would much rather get naked in front of another couple and have sex with them or in front of them than get naked out in public. A lot of eyes are on you, you know self-conscious about okay. your body and we're your gonna come back whatnot. to that
0: because there was another time where we were naked and having sex with lots of eyes on us and you seemed okay with that so we're gonna come back to that thought okay so anyway so it was a successful trip i thought yeah you were still not comfortable with being naked so for you maybe not as successful for the one goal that we had of getting naked in front of a out. Awkward. But I realized two things. I like to be naked in front of a crowd. And you don't seem to mind me being naked in front of a crowd. No,
1: knock, knock yourself out.
0: And also, I really enjoy having sex when I know people are watching. You're nothing but a little slut. And in my mind, it was like 14,000 different couples. And it turns out it was just like the two couples and the one couple that moved mm-hmm. a lot. But you know, good on them. Good, good on them for getting better seats in the house, I guess.
1: What do you say we take a short break and then we come back and talk about hotel takeovers? I like it. Cool.
0: Okay. So hotel takeover, we went to room 77 sensation trip in Mexico. It was in Cancun. You'd never been to Mexico. So it was a a great opportunity to do this and was really excited. Um, and basically it ended up being a like big long conversation of trying to figure out and communicate our personal boundaries uh like i think and correct me if i'm wrong here but i think we figured that we had had like a full-on full swap wild wild west sex accidentally with our friends yep and so we really had no idea what we were and were not comfortable with in this new context with people we didn't already know.
1: That's the that's the key right there. People we didn't already know. If we have a couple that we've talked to them and met them and we have some sort of semblance of a relationship or friendship, pretty much everything can, can pretty much go. Yeah. But with strangers, we had no idea.
0: I don't think that the problem was with the sex once we get to the sex, like it's all on, like Donkey Kong. We know how to do the sex.
1: We know how to do the sex.
0: What we don't know how to do is how to get to the sex.
1: Getting to the sex is the challenge. Some call it the the, the show or, or the the big dance.
0: That that is the rub, quite literally. <laughs> so, and at the at the takeover, there was a whole lot of anxiety for me of not of not knowing what we should and shouldn't do just like with the nakedness piece and having that feeling or that expectation that everybody thinks that you're, you should be naked. So one of the things I remember, I think it was the second day and I had a major, major meltdown upon waking.
1: Yeah. That was a, a challenging morning.
0: Like we're on vacation, having a great time. And it, for us, just a vacation about us we were having amazing sex like three times a day. We walked in, dropped our bags, and had sex within about 37 seconds out on the balcony.
1: Yeah, we did. In
0: our room, like hard pounding, awesome sex right away. And, but the, like, what the, I think the reason why I was freaking out is I just didn't know what was acceptable and what wasn't in levels of, flirtation or touching or you know like flirtatious touching is really I guess what I'm ta- like talking about and not just it it was with other people like are they flirting with me I don't know are they just being nice like sometimes people just flirt and they're nice I like I flirt to be nice and like those little arm touches and things like that like are those okay are those not okay should you do those even if you don't want to sleep with the couple, but just like being flirtatious. What is, is, is that leading people on, you know, and then with, so there was that piece, but then there was also the piece where I was nervous about what you would think because we, we had no idea that boundaries conversation in episode one that we had, we had not had that conversation. First of all, and again, most of that stuff is about the sex. So even if we had had that conversation before we went, it wouldn't have been super helpful for all the other stuff. It's like we just don't have any idea how to socialize. <laughs> we are socially inept.
1: In the lifestyle.
0: Yes. It's because just, you, just, just new.
1: you just don't know what you don't know.
0: And they don't, there's just not, there's not a handbook. Although I was looking and there are some books out there that claim to be handbooks, but I, I find that sus. as. Yes as the kids are saying nowadays. Is that what they say? Sus. Yeah. Yeah. So that morning I was panicking and freaking out. And really what it was is a lack of communication. What I I wanted to go down to the pool and get a little sun on my skin and socialize. And instead, I couched it in this argument that that's what we should be doing because we're on this lifestyle vacation is we should be going down and mingling with the people. And you were trying to explain to me that, Well, what did you try to explain to me?
1: The way that I remember it is there's no right or wrong. How much time you spend at the pool or with other people, there's no fast, hard rule about it. I mean, you don't have to wake up and be with everybody every minute of the day and into the night to feel like you're participating or having a good time. Like we can spend as much time as we want with other people, with ourselves, And it's okay.
0: So you're trying to logic your way through my panic attack about, you know, how much time we should or shouldn't be spending. And really what I should have said was this morning, can we go down to the pool and socialize? Instead of just assertively saying that or asking that question directly, I couched it in this other thing. So logicing our way through the whole thing isn't going to work anyway. And so you just stop and hug me until I'm done. And then we have amazing post-anxiety meltdown makeup sex. And then we went to the pool.
1: (laughs) I would like to point out that I already have anxiety just being around large amounts of people anyway. I didn't really
0: know that about you.
1: Yeah. I don't like to be around lots of people. It's not something that um, I feel comfortable with
0: hmm.
1: which is why, you know, not being at the pool 100 percent of the time is okay with me. Yeah. like there's a time to go mingle, especially at the night, the themed night parties and stuff, but the daytime pool, like sometimes that can wear you out. like if you go too hard, too fast, too long, there's just nothing left and you feel like dog shit at the end of the day <laughs> when you could just take it easy, you're on vacation. You'll get social time with people. That's I promise. True. That's true. You will get it. And, I, th- and that, and I was telling that to myself too. Really? Don't feel like you're holding her back because you don't want to go mingle right now. I will get to mingle with people. I will. Mm-hmm. I promise I will. Just right now, I don't feel like being around a bunch of people in the middle of the day. I just wasn't feeling it.
0: I think... It- I'm so in the scheme of things. I'm like an I like to say that I'm an introverted extrovert. I have moments of extroversion, and but I also have moments of, of being very hardcore introvert. And I think you're more introvert than extrovert as well. So having that downtime was really important. Important. And again, this is also not just a lifestyle vacation, but just a vacation for us. It was really easy to get overwhelmed by the things that we were seeing at the takeover. It was exciting and new just feelings and thoughts and working through our communication and stuff. That's a lot.
1: It was. It was a challenge. It was a lot to take in.
0: It was a lot to take in, and there were sort of these three different sections of the time where you had your daytime pool stuff, then you had your evening party, which was they were always really fun, and then there was almost like that after stuff that was going on after all of that. Uh, so, <laughs> like you, for us, because we don't do cocaine. We had to kind of pick and choose what we wanted to, to do. And then we we needed to also come back and like just connect with each other and, and just, I mean, shit, sometimes you just need to take a goddamn nap. I think that the best thing that we did was picked an early dinner.
1: Early dinner was great.
0: Because then we could get to dinner, have dinner, and then be done with dinner, maybe even socialize a little bit at dinner, and then go back to our rooms and take a post-dinner nap so that we could go and party again so along the lines of figuring out what's okay and what's not okay um one of the things that we we talked about and we've talked a lot about actually since we've we've gotten back to with having different just unpacking the whole trip and everything is like what level of touching we're okay with from other people when you like when is when when do we need to say hey time out i need to go get Rick or or Gypsy and you know or whatever I need to go talk to my spouse so what are your thoughts on that like what were your thoughts then and what are your thoughts now
1: then I was really uncomfortable with people putting their hands on you
0: like any kind of like that you know just somebody comes up and like just rubs my arm
1: kind of like put your their arm around you or like caress your shoulder or something like that like It just, I felt awkward about that. I'm seeing some other man fuck my wife, (laughs) but that was a friend and I was fucking his wife. So it's supposed to be happening, but just at the pool and somebody's like rubbing on your your backside or, you know, whatever, like it made me feel awkward. It made me feel away.
0: Again. And that's, that's the, going back to that one point of once we are in the moment of having sex, we're good. All in. It's great. We know what to do at that point. Those moments that socializing in the lifestyle, those kinds of things. How do you, how do you kind of deal with that? Even after we recorded the boundaries episode, we still talked about that because mm-hmm. that, that was one thing that happened um, was there was a, uh, a gentleman that I was talking to and we were talking about all just all kinds of normal everyday stuff. And I don't don't know if you were getting drinks or actually, I think you were writing on somebody's ass at the time.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) You know, so there were like little light touches and things like just like those, those very subtle things that most of the time we don't even notice are happening where somebody like just reaches over and like, puts their hand on somewhere totally innocuous, like your wrist, you know, or whatever. Like, oh, I know what you totally, I totally know what you mean. And you're just like putting your hand out or whatever, or you're laughing and you put your hand out. So we were getting some advice from other people about like our first date and you know, those, this, just talking about those stories and stuff. And the gentleman who I'd been talking to, he says, hey, we're going over here to the beds. If you wanna come, you know, no pressure or anything, but we'll be over here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, OK, I'll see you later or whatever. And one of the people that we were talking to, she turned around and she goes, in case you didn't pick up on it, that was an invite. They want to have sex with you. And I was like, in that moment, I went, oh, oh, my God. OK. And it sort of just had this like adrenaline rush from realizing that that's what had happened. And I didn't know necessarily. And so I went and grabbed you. You had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I was oblivious. You were standing right there, but you had no idea what was going on. And so then we walked over there. You're like, okay, we're going over here now. And we walked over there and... You, this was the night that you had been drinking quite heavily uh, yeah. anyways, and, and I didn't realize that. So,
1: okay, we're going over here now, but you literally grabbed my wrist, my arm, and were like, hey, come on, we we need to go over here. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, okay, so you're literally just pulling me, was, and I'm like, where are we going?
0: I was being a playmaker, okay? You were,
1: you were, you were being a playmaker. <laughs>
0: So you were being you were being totally taken by surprise. And again, I was acting off of pure excited adrenaline for Mm -hmm. just having the invite. And we go over there and you're talking to uh, his wife and I'm and we're standing really close together so we can really hear each other and stuff. And um, he had kind of put just put his arm around me and it was just around my waist. It was nothing crazy or anything. And he leaned over and he asked if he could kiss me. And I knew I could tell, at once we got over there and we started talking, I could tell that this wasn't something you were comfortable with doing right at this moment. And so I immediately was like, hold, hold on, I got to ask Rick. And he goes, yeah, no problem. Cool. Yeah, we're just talking. It's cool. You know, and you know, you're talking and they're such nice people. Yeah, they
1: were super nice people. I oh liked my
0: them. gosh, it was, they were so nice. And then they explained too, they gave us this most beautiful out, even after we had gone over there. There and I had dragged you quite literally over there and they're like there's really no pressure and uh, then I see on the other side it wasn't just them that they were inviting us to either but there's like a six person orgy going on on the bed behind us so then I'm like and I'm not sure if I'm ready for this level of the prose yet. We need it out. We need it out. And then I start looking at you with this like look of like, please drag me away now. Please drag me away now. You know, and they just they were so cool about the whole thing because they just said, you know, that there's no pressure at any point. Like, even if I I truly believe even if we had gotten on the bed and and, like tried to mingle our way into the quagmire. Thank you. The quagmire. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Um, I'm like getting all flustered even just like having mm-hmm. that whole picture in my head
1: that's a lot of dick that's
0: a lot of, that's a lot of everything that's a lot
1: of everything oh
0: my gosh I truly believe that even if we had sat on the edge of the bed to just like dip our toes in that water mm-hmm. that we and we would be like actually this is really overwhelming and this is I, well, we gotta go that we could have just got up and walked away and then nobody would have felt there wouldn't have been anything and and they're so nice that I think that they would have come and checked on us and stuff but you know, and they just, they explain that too. There's like, there's no pressure. If this is not something that you want to do, then it's totally fine. And we're all friends and we had a great conversation. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And you just said, I think I want to keep dancing. And t- t- for the, for the one listener listening, I, I have to tell you, Rick doesn't dance.
1: I don't dance.
0: I dance. So Rick does not dance mm-hmm. like every, so anytime there's any kind of music going on, I'm usually out there shaking my booty myself. I don't know if i It's, it's probably a mess, but I like and enjoy dancing. And so usually I'll get like a slow song uh, out of you. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, I was like, this is the best time ever.
1: Was that the same night that we went um, onto one of the rooftop beds on the other side and had sex?
0: Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, And that was a good time too.
1: Yeah, that was great. We had a, uh, a couple... They were in the hot tub watching us.
0: We had no idea who it was or anything, but we knew that there were some people over there. And we were just, I mean, every position I think we could think of, it was just, we were both just Mm -hmm. so turned on by everything. That was the same night as the proposition for the orgy. So I think there was still some of that going through my brain, like, that almost happened. I'm glad I didn't do that, but that almost happened.
1: And now knowing who was in the hot tub watching us, I wish they would have just come over.
0: I know, right? Damn it. (laughs) They totally could have. Well, and, um, you know, I think he, somebody walked by us even too that we know fairly well. Mm-hmm. And she was like rubbing up on my breasts and like pinching my nipples and saying things that were hot and, you know, just the thing that just flitted off, you know, or whatever. It was so <laughs> great.
1: It was great. It was just like poof out of nowhere. Let me pinch this, you know, she went to town on you a little bit. And then all of a sudden, sh-
0: bye. And again, it was totally okay that was with awesome. that. That wasn't awkward for you because we know her a little bit better, so we'd have yeah. a lot of conversations with her. And it was, so and again, knowing that there were people watching, that just is so fucking hot to me. Like that just makes me wet right now thinking about it. Like, uh mm. mm. And that was one of our bucket list items. Actually, was to have sex outside in front of people.
1: Yeah. That was the second time.
0: Yeah, that was actually the second time. We had sex the first time. So it, it was a kind of a rainy day. We chose not to go on the excursion mm-hmm. and so a lot of people had left. There were still some people and because it was getting ready to rain, a lot of people had kind of cleared out of the pool. So there weren't there wasn't anybody out at the pool. But on the edge of the pool was this window for the there was like a cafe type thing and so a lot of people were in there and it's just this giant wall of window that was there. So we knew that people were watching and then there were probably some like vanilla randoms that could see from the beach. that weren't any part of the resort that maybe if, if they had good eyes, they and could the, figure out what was going on. And
1: then balconies behind us.
0: Yeah. And then balconies behind us. So it was like a theater production. It sure was. <laughs> and we just, and then it started raining and we had sex outside in the rain. And it was just
1: so poolside on a, you know, the bed, the cabana beds or yeah, whatever they are. and it was awesome. It
0: was so romantic. I it really was. And then kinky because we knew that there were people who could see.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Did you even come bedtime? Yes, because I sucked you off. Yeah, you did. I, I was like, I don't know what we do with this. Do we use the towel? Do we? You know what? Fuck it. I'll just I'll just take it and yep. I suck and, and you swallow. Did. You
1: suck and swallowed. It wasn't too long after that. We went ahead and got up out of the rain. We walked over to the cafe, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What happened when we walked in? Oh, my
0: God. So we walk in and then like people started clapping. It was the most crazy thing. Yeah,
1: I was not expecting that.
0: Yeah. But yeah,
1: we walked in and everybody's a couple little hoots and some claps and was like, oh, shit.
0: Like Good for you guys. Like That is some seriously affirming shit when people tell you, like, good job on your sex, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: We (laughs) do the sex really good.
0: I think we do. We just
1: do the social aspect really bad. Yeah,
0: we got to work on that part.
1: So if you're listening to this and you're going to be in a certain place this summer.
0: Oh, yeah. If you're going to summer bang, I'm just going to say it. If you're going to summer bang, please just approach us and ask us to have sex.
1: (laughs) Please just put whipped cream on my penis and suck it ask for forgiveness later
0: oh my gosh
1: like it'll take something like that to break the ice like we're just really bad socially yeah well i think maybe we're we're getting better i don't know
0: it's just it's one of those things that ju- you just gotta go out and do it it's a it's a very awkward culturally weird You know thing and the only way to get better at it you can't there you can't read books you can't watch YouTube videos you can't I mean There's just nothing you can do that's going to tell you exactly what to do in any of these situations Basically, you just have to fake being confident put a smile on and throw your shoulders back and just Say hello to people Which is hard. It's it's hard. It's scary. We're all You know scared of rejection and criticism just like you talked talked about last time and again This is amazing Sexy exposure therapy. It's great. Yeah.
1: Well, and you know what? You were just talking about rejection and feeling awkward and stuff. But I don't know if we could have picked a better group of people to be at a hotel takeover with.
0: No, we. Everybody for sure
1: was so inviting and nice, and it was just—it was very tight knit, like. They all, they had the same principles and ideas and of what the lifestyle should be like and what's acceptable. And it just, it was really inviting and great.
0: It was. No matter what, no matter where you were standing there, if there was a conversation going on and you just walked up to people at sensation, these, these people were so welcoming and so amazing that it didn't matter who it was what group of people it was you could walk up to anybody and they would welcome you into the conversation and you know and and open the circle for you it was just the coolest thing to be around
1: and if you were lucky enough some of them might make out with you
0: oh yeah our first hotel takeover just like our first date just like setting up our first sdc profile any of that was super awkward for us and nobody probably had any idea how awkward we were feeling because i Mm -hmm. mean we looked like we were just super in love and having a good time watching everything and we what we that is true that Mm -hmm. is absolutely true and i think it was just a really good exercise in doing it now um and and i'm so so glad that we did now so the question i have for you is would would you do another hotel takeover
1: well the cat's out of the bag you already said summer bang oh i did so yeah you know that i'm gonna you know that i'm (laughs) all about another takeover Uh, so
0: you're actually excited it's not me dragging you metaphorically by the wrist to another thing
1: yeah because i think i've got a better idea now of who i am or what's acceptable in the lifestyle so i don't have to actually feel the pressure of stripping down naked in front of everybody if i don't really want to and it's no big deal. Um. And just socializing with people, hopefully this time will be a little bit easier, although it's going to be a bigger group, which might in itself take us back to the starting line of a big hotel takeover is kind of like It'll the, be. the next stepping stone in our awkwardness. Yeah,
0: true, very true. But another really great thing I think is that not only do we kind of know what to expect a little bit from a hotel takeover and what's expected, we hashed out a lot of things between you and I and what we're comfortable and not comfortable with. I'm sure we'll have a thousand more boundary conversations between now and then and even while we're there. Um, but we also know some that we've met some of the people that are going because it's some of the same people. So and that ex- that kind of gives it a little bit of a a comfortability level yeah
1: there's definitely some some built-in comfort there
0: yeah and it's gorgeous if you're like us and you're kind of awkward and want to try something out like this check it out i think that there's still some availability over at room 77 life.com we're definitely going we're so excited it's going to be such a good time
1: i'm looking forward to it I, i really am i really need to go to the gym though my my flabby boobies are, t- are telling me I need to do more push-ups and bench press.
0: I mean, I want to grow my butt a little bit before we go. So. Yeah. so. And you don't really need to go to the gym? That shit's in the garage.
1: That's what I'm talking about. I need <laughs> to start lifting weights in the garage a little bit more.
0: Well, as always, it's always fun to, to talk to you in the microphones.
1: Yeah, it's always a good time. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks for swinging by, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. And that wraps up this episode. Thanks for lending us your time and ear holes. Gypsy and a Gentleman is a Room 77 production. And if you enjoyed today's shenanigan-packed episode, please leave us a review and a five-star rating. Remember, every positive review is worth at least one Gypsy blowjob.
0: If you have any questions for us or just want to connect, follow us over on Twitter at Gent, or shoot us an email at rg at
1: Thanks for swinging by today. We wish nothing but good things for you and your genitals. Till next time, keep having sex with strangers. I will go